And welcome to the Strategic Ladies Mindful Media Show. Our show is going to give you guys an applicable, useful, and entertaining relationship conversations with a generational perspective. We're airing live on Thursday, or sorry, Thursdays at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 1 p.m. Central Standard Time, and 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. I am Dr. E, and I have just gotten a, we just, we changed the show, and so it's so funny, I was just, just like, oh, wait, is it Thursday or Friday? But it is Thursday. <laughs> be, be, be sure to subscribe to the Mindful Media Journey, where we're keeping the mind, body, and spirit aligned. Right. You can find an invitation to sign up on the website at strategicladies.com. It's real important that you do that. You're going to get some good information, and we can really learn more about the mind, body, and soul. So. Jay, mindful check. How is my daughter today? She's doing well. She's having a little mimosa with her um, and just enjoying life. How about you? <laughs> I am great. I mean, I am. It's um, we're getting ready to have a heat wave here in the Netherlands, it so it's going to be kind of warm. Yeah, it's going to be kind of weird. Um, because I'm look, not look into look all these beautiful flowers you have right in front of your patio. Yeah, it's really pretty. I mean, it's going to be, uh, yeah, the, the heat's going to be something else. The flowers are beautiful. I have a great view. Um, but yeah, I'm just really doing well and happy to be here. Yes. We, you know, there's some, there's some summer concerts that we've been so busy we missed, but we can't wait to go see some of them. There's a reggae concert this, this weekend. We kind of got a telling of the jazz, even though we didn't, um, We've got we've got to listen to a little bit of the jazz. It's a lot of, it's so neat because there's so many different amazing musicians out there that are undiscovered. So it's kind of cool going to some of these things and figuring it out. It really is, yeah. And so what? But as far as tonight today's show, we're gonna we have a really good show today. We have feedback on, and I don't know if you were at an opportunity to, to hear her last time she was on our show. We're gonna expand the conversation and still talk about. Uh, fitness and how it how it is really difficult, and we know this. To it, it's a challenge staying fit at an older age, and there's a lot of reasons. Yeah, I for mean, that. I think I think as a woman gets older, and I'm sure gentlemen too, but I know that once you start having children, or even once you you get past the the late twenties, it's not as easy sometimes to get it off. And maybe it's a lot of it could be the, to do with the activities that we do when we're a little bit younger sometimes. But, um, you know, our body composition changes and hormones change. So God, that's yeah. factual. It is factual. But and V has a way of looking fabulous oh, still yeah. after 40. We'll tell you about her over fabulous, over 40 fitness uh, thing she does. And mm-hmm. she's, you know, we'll tell you a little bit more about it. I'm not going to steal the thunder. She'll tell you about her in a little <laughs> bit. But um, one of the things, um, you know, we talked about uh, last time is how, not only the difficulty in, but there's an article that 
I pulled up and it was interesting. It, some of the things I, I wonder about and, and some of these things, you know, like when people write things, I always look at a com- compare and contrast, right? Hmm. What do you think about this? But we, I am in agreement so, with the first part. So I've not seen this article, so you can kind of tell me and I'll agree or disagree. With yeah. That. So basically the article talks about mm-hmm. how at the 4-0 things sneak up on you. Okay. Totally agree. Right. Well, I'm not there yet. So <laughs> I know. Don't do well. Close. How about, well, in your friends that are four-old, do you think it sneaks up on? Yeah. I think that in general, I mean, I think they, they, they put that emphasis on four-old, but I think after three-old it does. Because you just change. As soon as you, you just, I think life happens. I mean, most people have to work all the time, most of the time. And yeah, to yeah. do the fun activities are a little bit harder to get to. Yeah, and I think also they were saying not only to your point, it's not just the physical change, the mental yeah. change, your right. focus changes. Just like you said, different things happen. Mm-hmm. But well, but they gave some thirty some guides to oh. guides to people that um, that what to do over forty. Now here's where I'm not sure I necessarily agree with. Okay, see, and I do. So the first thing they say is drop the long cardio hours. I agree. Yeah. Well, the reason why is they say that you know muscle burns more fat than um, cardio, and I think the people there's I've met people that say they run. And they're, you know, heavier. I mean, and then there's people that I know that ride bikes a lot and they're heavier. And I think it's because they're not doing it. Uh, they're, all they're doing is cardio. You're constantly putting your body in that, that state of cardio line. Well, what they said was, here's what they're, they're with the girl. And I agree with this part, but I think it's. When I mean, they, I think when it's they, both. You need yeah. both, right? Well, when they made this statement, it was like, drop longer. I think if you're going to, if you're going to have the cardio workout, but this article was saying that most people who do long length jogging, exercises don't really work out. They're going at a pace that's not optimized for their... Don't you agree? Yeah, I totally agree. You see them on the treadmill and you see... Well, and, and, and I mean, you, but, you say you don't agree with this, but you always preach this because I remember when I was younger, you were always all about cardio, but you really started noticing body changes when you added weights to your cardio. Yes, yes. So it's like 30 minutes, 30 minutes or hour, hour. But know? I will say that I, I, I did a... Um, I used to do a two-hour walk and I found myself in better shape than I ever was in my life. And I was not going at a necessarily fast pace. I was going at a, what uh, uh, a medium pace. She's looking at me like she yeah, doesn't Yeah, her, her medium pace is like sprinting. This is why but... we don't need, you guys don't need to see us on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> no, you will. You'll see all my facial expressions when I'm like, girl, please. The second she, thing she says, <laughs> and do some hit. And they were talking about the high intensity interval training. And you agree with that, I right? totally agree with that. Because interval training, I mean, I taught it. It just trick, tricks your body, right? Those That's short what it's sprints. all about, don't you yeah, think? It I totally mean, is about every that. time I've lost weight, it's because I've done some intensity. And you know what's a good example of that? Mm-hmm. If you've ever moved, guys, you would lose weight when you go through a move, right? Mm-hmm. Unless you eat pizza those, while you didn't. Well, even then, your your body has burned so much fat, lifting boxes, moving. I mean, it's like, you're just like, because I eat worse well, you, when I move. I mean, it depends on. It depends how you move, right? <laughs> or you gotta pick up a box, right? Uh, yeah, but no, move. you're right, actually. And the other thing, the, the another thing they talk about is re- recovery is is key between, between workouts. workouts. And, and you know what? I remember reading an article about Magic Johnson and how he st- people walked up to him and said, "You know, you're in the best shape I've ever seen you. What are you doing?" And he says, "I rest between workouts and I stretch." Huh. And um. Well, I agree. I mean, I, I would have to say that I think that that's the truth because I think that's what, what probably happens with the people that are constantly doing cardio. They're not giving their body a time to recover. Yes. 
The recovery is so important. It's hard. Oh, we you agree with it. I mean, there's so many things that you say. 10,000 steps a day. Get your little tracker, you guys, and I just tell you do what, it. It's the best thing to slice bread. I'm going to mm-hmm. tell you. I, you know, a lot of people, you know, runners would pass me by. And, I mean, I saw the difference in myself versus other people. You know, because I see the same runners, the same joggers in the trail. Right. And I was the one that was kind of, they were looking the same. And I was the one that was, not that I was, and I wasn't large, much bigger than them. But my point is, just move. I agree. Uh, I think, I mean, and I think that, like you said, I think there's runners that are, in amazing shape, but they, they're running at the pace that's right for what they they need to do. I think it's about knowing what's best for your body. Yeah, and just getting out for those walks and, mm-hmm. and ch- challenge yourself. Don't go just always the same way, too. One thing I loved about California is the, the mountains. You know, you can climb a hill, mm. and you're like, oh, my God, I'm so winded. And um, <laughs> Yeah, that sounds amazing, so, doesn't it, guys? so much fun. <laughs> Our so ideas of fun are so different. I love it. I miss all about now. Shoot. Oh, girl. Shoot. Break up your strolls. Oh, you that's know? true. You know what? And I think that that, for me, is the best. Because sometimes, if you think, if somebody, some people just don't like working out. I mean, I do once I get started, but some people don't. And I think that that's, to acknowledge is the best thing. And if you can say, okay... I want to do an hour of cardio a day or 30 minutes a day. If you do 15 in the morning, 15 in the afternoon, you split up your stroll. They have, and, and this is where I think, and I, we'll talk to Fee about this too. I think also, also is challenging your body to different, or exposing your body to different things. Because mm. one of the things, um, the, I mean, everything changes and people keep doing studies on different research and what works. But most people that break their things into segments like okay like you said 15 in the morning, 15 in the morning. Right. a lot of people stay in really good shape right, doing that right. like I, my girlfriend says uh, she does hula hoop and she said I do 15 minutes of hula hoop with weights She's good. and she I said cannot, I tried to hula what 10 happened? to 15 minutes what happened like I was so good when I was little it's so hula? hard now. oh my god I was horrible. so good well then you get out there and do it again no, I, like I said was I tried to get on that hula hoop the other day and I was like what the heck happened but you gotta just my back was hurting. I'm like, oh my god! It's all about, do- but that's gonna help it. You know what else? Belly we'll dancing, girl. Oh, oh no, that, that's not on that one. Plan your routine. routine. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'm a big accountability planner person, and I totally agree um, to do it. You know, it's it's hard because, but if you put in your cal- in your agenda, it works. Know your body type and plan accordingly. Yeah. Interesting. I mean, I think that, you know, there's so many studies on different body types and eating right for your body type and exercising right for your body type. Um, I think that all over cardio is always good. But once you get to the point where you want to focus on certain areas that you want to lose, I guess spot training can help. Well, I think what what, uh, I think is is setting realistic expectations. Some people are just not going to look like they're they're not not they're gonna they're not gonna have hips. You know what I mean? You right, want hips, right. You're not gonna or, or unless you can you know, like, what you want to do. Like I you mean, unless you, you enhance it. Well, you can enhance happen. it, but you can't redefine your body like someone mm-hmm. else. You can't look at someone and say, "I want to be like that." When your body type is not like that, weights, cardio, none of that's gonna change that. Exactly. I mean, y- yes, you can re you can sculpt your body, correct, and fit, but but just changing it. Stay hydrated. I think that, you know what I oh think that God. honestly that's one of the hardest things for me really um and I like to drink it's just that I, 
it, it's just funny how during the course of a day, I, I have to you actually look at pull that my... guy. You wouldn't stay hydrated. You're so funny. Sorry, article. <laughs> He's so cute, guys. <laughs> Sorry, got distracted. Looking like Michael B. Jordan. Ooh, okay, here we go. I'm a drink keep, for him. She's so crazy. Keep a good mix of low impact exercises. I injuries. You know, you need to, low impact yeah. works out. I mean, we have to split it up low and high in the class. So give some examples of. Low impact exercises, Doctor E, that people could do. Well, hold in low, your opinion, low low impact bicycling. And I love uh, that. Since uh, we, it's fun to get out can, and do it. Though, I mean, you can it? make low impact exercises high intensity, right? Yes, you sure can. <laughs> Doctor E, I'm going to get all the way. Uh, what about take frequent breaks? Yeah, they kind of talked about that earlier, but I think yeah, I think intervals and breaks are important. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this last one. Well. Or the second to the last one. Go for a swim. I mean, yeah, right. Um, I love. No, I think some people do, and I think I know people that do this on a regular basis and are staying in great shape. It's the best way to tone. Isn't that funny? I mean, I, I think that yeah, it's the best way. I mean, it's amazing that um, that the the swimmers that I see, I, I I have girlfriends that swim laps, and you know, I'm not that that good, but. Um, it, it just makes a difference in the the toning. What about seven to nine hours of sleep at night? Um, that is where I lack. I, uh, I think we happen. we have a Chavis curse. Yeah, so. none of us sleep. Like none the whole us. family, and it just keeps going. It's just just our thing. We're just not sleepers. We're, it's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen at all. <laughs> no, we can try. I mean, yeah, you, I, well, you know you, know you can increase it. I, some things, like I say, I disagree with. I think I function fine with five hours. I think only well, they say that the more you sleep, the better for your recovery, right? Well, I'll recover another way by reading a book or watching a movie. She's but anyway, so. Oh, God, I don't like this one, though. Yeah. Well, you know, you guys, hold that thought. We're going to come right back. We are going to take a break and we're going to come back with Fee. It's going to be amazing. So make sure if you want to join the conversation, you can call in at 310 928 7733. Again, that's 310 928 7733. We'll be back in a moment.
Welcome back to the Strategic Ladies Radio Show. We're listening, you're listening live in the Netherlands. You can always join the conversation at 310-928-7733. Again, 310-928-7733. So I'd like to welcome um, you back to the show and also bring in an, an introduction to our special guest today. We have Fee back on, Fee King. Hi, Fee. Hey, ladies. <laughs> so we're going to be talking. How are you doing today, my friend? I'm awesome. Thank you for asking. How are you, ladies? Wonderful. We're really good. We want to hear more about, we were talking about how you have this amazing program that you said, Fabulous Over 40, and I, have, and I think that it'd be amazing for listeners to hear more about it because I know after having children and getting close to that age, I think any tips you can have to get your body back to where you want would be so amazing to share with people. So for Absolutely. you guys, I, I agree. Totally. For you guys that weren't listening last time, let me tell you a little bit about Fee. Um, Fee has created this Fitness Over 40 for women. Um, she calls it uh, the, where is it, Fee for 40? What is it? Fee Fitness Over 40. Yeah, and it's an amazing program that she started. Um, She has lived all over. She's been a writer, an actress, a producer. She's been a celebrity trainer, and she's an advocate for change as well. And a massage therapist. Ooh, we share that, Fee. (laughs) She's had (laughs) three years' experience and has developed tools and a proven track record to get you out of the sheets and into the streets. Oh my goodness, get me out of the sheets and into the streets. That's pretty intense. Yes, get up, get up, get up. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Well, one we argue there's exercise in the sheets too, right? Girl. Shut up. Anyway, um, so <laughs> <laughs> I've had you too. It's yeah. a PG 13 show, yeah. yes. I have, I'm so excited about you being on the show again, um, Fee, because we didn't have a lot of time to talk about all of what you do. Yes. And I really want to make sure that people understand your program, uh, how it works, and just, just get to know you a little bit better. And just like start from, you know, how you got started. I know you have an amazing story. Fee, how did you get into fitness? What, what really brought you into this line of work? Great question. And thank you, ladies, again, for this opportunity. Anytime I get to share with people who I am and what I'm doing and why I'm doing, it is such a blessing. And we oftentimes take for granted that people know who we are and what we do because they see us on social media or they know us from work. But I find that people need to hear what you do and who you are three to five times before they really get it. And because I do a lot of things also. So the way, the reason that I got started, and this is something that I don't know that I've shared with many people. It started when I was very, very young, probably eight or nine years old. My mother struggled with her weight all of my life. When she gave birth to me, she literally, her breasts were so small, she wore a training bra up until she gave birth. She was extremely tall, six feet and a half inches tall, very, very, very skinny. And so when she started uh, developing breasts, she was so excited because she had always been skinny. After she had me, she put on a lot of weight. And I just experienced her struggling with her weight all of my life, but especially my formative years as a kid. 
so I, I just didn't want to go through those challenges that I witnessed her going through, which were basically a, uh, around her weight and mm-hmm. then trying to lose weight. And so I started running track in junior high, loved it. It was cathartic. It was my way of escaping from everything that was happening at home in my young personal life. And I knew that if I continued to exercise, at least I could feel good in this moment. And so my career really started when I was a young, young girl. Well, I was young 10 years ago. <laughs> no, that's amazing. <laughs> and it, and it, it's, it's interesting how, you know, things that happen in our past can affect our future. So it's, it's Absolutely. nice to thought of how you can actually help women that are going through that same struggle. Mm-hmm. So, so after you developed this, you started running track, um, what got you to start this business? I know we had talked before about a business, this great business you started with a great partner. And tell us a little bit yes. about that. Yeah. So I turned my love of fitness into a business was never my intention. It was never my intention. However, I moved from Houston, Texas to Hollywood, California. A friend mm-hmm. of mine said, you should be an actor. Okay, then I will. So I took this <laughs> leap of faith. I moved to California. I meet this guy named Herman Nash, and he was trying to hit on me. He gave me his card, told me he was a personal trainer, and all I could think of was, I just moved here. I don't have money to pay for a personal trainer. But there was something about his approach. He gave me this cool T-shirt. I invited him to my play. We became friends, and even though I wasn't able to uh, afford him, I wanted to support him because I just loved everything about his business model. I would turn my friends on to him so they would pay him. Nice. Then I, <laughs> my friends were like, Steve, you should, you should do this with him. You should be a trainer. You love working out. You love making people feel good. You're like the unofficial trainer of our whole crew. So wow. I got certified through him, started working with him, quit my little full-time job at Prudential. So now I'm a personal trainer slash actor and I'm doing it in Hollywood, California, and I'm having the most amazing experience. And again, it was never my plan, but obviously God had a, a plan for me. And I just said, you know, I'm going to go with the flow and go with this. And it's now been 20 years. Wow. 20 years. Mm-hmm. That's amazing, though. I mean, it, it's funny how your purpose can be developed without even, you know, just you just bumped into your purpose. I bumped into my purpose. I love that. Yes. And I didn't resist it. I was just so open and it was never a matter of why should I do this? It was really, why not? I mean, I love doing it. I'm going to do it anyway. Let me find out the right way to do it so that I can help people achieve their goals. Because there's one thing to love working out, work out, know how to train yourself. It's another thing to know how to do that with and for other people, whether it's children, women, or men, because I train the gamut. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, I think a good trainer, I see all this motivation and passion in your voice and, and, and obviously from us talking to you as well. And that usually, you know, I know that when I've had trainers in the past, that's what makes the difference in training sometimes. Somebody that's so motivated and wants to see you do well. So that passion behind you is making others, you know, successful. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Exactly. On the flip side of that, I know that we talked about how person training can bring about a lot of rewards, but there's also a lot of challenges with that. 
um, you know, getting people motivated. How do you do that? How do you, especially women and men that are over 40, you know, that just are, you know, set in their ways, you know, become more complacent. <laughs> um, you know, how, how do you motivate them? To, to yeah, that's a good step? question. How do you? That is, that is a great question. And I, I think it varies from person to person. I feel like the most consistent way that I've been able to achieve that is to have people focus on their why and their why not. So why, why aren't you exercising, uh, adopting a fitness regime, being more active, whether that's participating in sports, whether that's dance, whether that's hiking, yoga, Pilates, weightlifting, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, joining a running club. Why are you not? And then it opens up this dialogue. And then I get to share my own story. I get to share testimonies and stories of my clients. And then we get to the why. So I find, especially with women, what works with women over 40 is where they are at this time in their life, whether they're going through a major life I call it a midlife crisis, whether it's a divorce, whether it's a new marriage. And women over 40 are now having babies. And right. so it's a whole new ball game when you have a baby after 40 or well into your late 40s. It is such a challenge to get motivated to get that weight off. Whether you're uh, preparing for a class reunion, whether that's high school, college. So once we focus on the why, it tends to be the motivating factor that you need in your life to keep you going when you feel tired, when you feel frustrated. So the why, that's what works for me. And I find that that works for every person that I've been fortunate, fortunate enough to work with. So, so Fee, what's well, your why? So what's who why? is the most difficult per? What is the most difficult population? Or can you bring to mind the most difficult person to train? And you don't have to name, of course, names, but why? Yeah, or, or, yeah, or the type of client, maybe. the type of client. The most difficult person to train, it's, you know what it is? It's a demographic. Some people, and since you asked, I'm just going to be transparent. Okay. And this is just based on my experience. It tends to be the African-American or Black American community because sometimes we see this as an elective. This is a luxury product, a luxury program a luxury offering and it's not this is absolutely life and death right and so i think what's happened is the media advertising has made this into such a multi-billion dollar industry that some people think they can't afford it it doesn't make sense to spend money on their their health uh, sometimes it looks like this we're doing this just for vanity and so that's been the most challenging market for me or audience uh, has been the African-American community. And that fee, we have actually a caller caller. What's your name and where you're from? Okay. I guess they're just listening off. <laughs> oh, trying to get on four, four, three area. Hello, this is Anwar. Hi, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Hi, Hello, Miss King. How are you? I'm awesome, Anwar. How are you? I'm doing great. Ah, good. 
What's happening? I'm sorry, could you repeat yourself? Oh, I said, what is, what is, uh, what do you think about fitness over 40? Our conversation uh, on this today. I think that, just, I guess, back on the last point that was made, I think that fitness in general is something that is desperately needed within the American community. And I feel as though there is a block, almost like a mental block when it comes to investment in health. We're, we're taught to invest in everything other than ourselves. So I think that this is an mm. important initiative. Yeah, you know, um, Omar, it looks like we have a bad connection. But I think you heard what you said. I think you're saying that. It I think it's wind because I think what he's what he's saying Hello? is really important. I really want to hear it, but I think there's a wind in the background. Yeah, is that better? Uh oh, he left. Okay, well, hopefully, Omar. Oh, no. Did you did you get did you get his question, um, Fee? I. I did. It was more of a statement. I, I got the tail end of it. He was saying that we, and I believe we as in the Black American community, are not taught to invest in ourselves. True. And so okay. basically he was piggybacking what I was saying. Oh, that, that's I, been I think we have him back. Okay, cool. Hello? Oh, perfect. Is that, yeah. is that a better connection? That's a beautiful connection. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so now okay. you have to tell us what you were saying, Amar, so we can hear it. Okay, I'm I'm pretty sure it's not going to be exactly the same, but I'll try to paraphrase. Like this. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. No problem. That's okay. We are okay. recording. So, it's not for like critiquing. <laughs> <laughs> no, what I was saying is that I think that um, overall fit physical fitness is something that is neglected within the African American community. I think that we're often taught to invest in many things. Uh, you know other than ourselves and that's the most critical component is oneself without that what is there and i just feel as though it's an important initiative you know to really educate people about fitness and so they understand how important it is in general in this country we just we, we undervalue the importance of self-care self-preservation and um I, I i just think that this is an important you know thing so that's what i was saying i don't know that makes any sense to you, but that makes perfect sense. I, I agree with I, you, but do you know well asking said. you both both this question? Do you feel that it's because that community possibly doesn't have the money to spend um, on this what they consider a luxury? Do you think it's about the the money, or is it that people just don't want to spend it? I think it's about miseducation and being misinformed because. Okay. I, and this is going to sound like a cliche, but truly your health is your wealth and we can't afford it. If we can't afford designer clothes, designer shoes, trips, hair, whether it's a weave or a wig, uh, haircuts, fly, cars, surely we can't afford a membership and to solicit help. Sure. You absolutely can. Surely we can afford quality food uh, versus these other things, it really boils down to prioritizing your priorities. I, I, I had a funny thing happen, if I could share this. Of someone, course. I won't say who it is, but someone really close to me was telling me about this, uh, let's call it Botox. And okay. 
she said that she got this Botox through a group a Groupon, and it was only, I, I want to say, four or $500. And I was mm-hmm. like, whoa, child, that's expensive. She said, if you would stop buying all these supplements, you could afford it. <laughs> and, and I paused. I said, what did you say? She said, she repeated it. And we just laughed because she heard herself. She was like, I know that sounds crazy, but you know what I mean. No, I know what you said. I should stop <laughs> buying supplements, which is nutrition, vitamins, sustenance, and spend that money on something, you know, external, Botox. It wasn't Botox, but it was something like that. And I mm-hmm. thought, again, we have to prioritize our priorities. Prioritize your priorities. Yeah, you Self-preservation, bring- self-care is your priority. more thank you for that yeah, statement Elmore, because I totally me. agree with you. I think, and, and both of you, I think that um, education is the key to a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Knowledge is power, right? And um, you're absolutely right that if you don't take control of uh, of your body and who you are and your mind and your physical and mental and spiritual state, you can never be achieve anything in life. You're constantly battling and struggling and, and trying to find all of those things. So I totally agree with you. I think, and I think with the black community, um, a lot of times education, the education piece is not there and the prioritizing. So I, yeah, I think prioritizing even more so than the education because um, sometimes we hear things and we know what's right, but like you said, those designer jeans or those designer shoes speak out before. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's why I created this program, Fitness Over 40, so that I could reach those people specifically, so that I could make it affordable, so affordable to the point where it's literally a donation. It's whatever you can bring to the table is what is accepted, is wow. what I receive. And in return, you're going to get this 20-something years of knowledge, my time, my expertise, my guidance, my support there physically in person and after we leave one another. Because the real work happens not when we're together. That's the physical grunt. But the real work, the mental, emotional, spiritual work happens in those 23 hours that that we part ways. Yeah, and I think ladies, wish you were here for you doing all. I mean, I mean, yeah, there's a large, there's a large population of of women in general that need that need that, that need yeah, that, yeah. and it, and it's such a, a it's beautiful that you are actually paying it forward. And I love using it. your knowledge and and not worrying so much about what you're going to benefit from it, but actually just sharing knowledge so people can just get better themselves. And I think that, you know, a gift of gift always comes back. So you get it back. You always. know, you always will get, receive what you need to. Um, but yeah, I love yeah. that. Uh, thank you, Omar, thank for calling. You. I really appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thank you for joining the conversation. Um, thank, so, you. thank you, Amwar. Okay. So, it's amazing. Bye. Bye. So it's really good that um, that you're doing this. So tell me about a little bit about the community that you're um, actually working in now. I know you were, from what I remember, you traveled quite a bit. You've been yes. Different places. So where, where is this program starting now? Where are you now doing the pop-ups? This program is going to begin officially this coming Monday in Baltimore City, Druid Hill Park, which... I don't know if you're familiar with the R&B group called Drew Hill. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that group is, they they basically named themselves after this historical park. 
and so that's my community. I want to attract people in the city and the okay. county of Baltimore, but primarily the city in these neighborhoods like Reservoir Hill, Druid Park, Bolton Hill, Hampton. And this park is absolutely magnificent. We're going to come together on Mondays from 6 a.m. until 7 a.m. And then as we continue to grow, we'll add more dates or more days and time. And so I'm so excited. Uh, and I'm, I'm so excited and I'm so appreciative that this opportunity has resurfaced and presented itself again. And so I call it Fitness Over 40 Uplift Baltimore because I believe when you uplift the people, then the people can uplift the community. Love that. There's so much. Yeah, this this area is just absolutely beautiful. And it just needs a a little uplifting, a little facelift, and then uplifting our health and our community. So that's what we're going to be about starting Monday. Right, nice. right, right. So I'm going to back up. Tell me a little bit. Now, you've done a, little, a lot of things. You, you've, um, and one of the things, I know you said you lived in um, in Hollywood or in California. What, what, what kind of acting did you do? Did you do fitness acting? This <laughs> 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 <Just> actor? <laughs> Actually, I did. I used to do, I used to do these cheesy kind of uh, infomercials, but Nice. Most of the acting that I did, I know, right? Most of the acting that I did was TV, film, commercials, national and regional commercials. And the, the acting that I'm most proud of is I wrote and produced and have been performing my NAACP-nominated one-woman show, which is an autobiographical show titled Mama Was a Bad Mother. Shut your mouth. <laughs> I love I to share it in Baltimore. Oh, wow, nice! Wow. And you're the you're the only actor actress you're the only uh, actress in it. Did she want? I'm the only. Yes, playing eighteen roles, eighteen characters. Oh my god! Oh my god. <laughs> oh, wow. I want so much fun. I do too. I do too. Well, you know, for some reason that question came to me because um, I know I find that many of our um, guests are very multi-talented mm-hmm. and, um, and, and they all have uh, this beautiful side of them. We've been so blessed Jay, right on this show yeah. to have really people that really have a heart and, and not too many mm-hmm. shows say that. And even our, 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 you know, we've had people on that were rappers that were trying to bring back the, uh, the traditional roots of hip hop and our, right. our um, mindful people that that really want to bring out the spirituality of things so it's really good that i hear this from you because i think it's so important to bless a community with talent really good good. yes yeah definitely so this advocacy for change what what is your what do you envision uh, that portion of um what you do i know you've started some um movements and started some things tell me about that a little bit about how you intend to do that i know the community advocacy for change you ladies ask great questions you really do and it and again it allows me to share and it allows me to continue to put it out into the universe because i believe that the universe is conspiring to support all of us and so the more i get to share this with your community my community the world i know that the universe is conspiring to help me make this happen so with um 
change advocacy is I want to be the change that I want to see, not just for myself, but for my community and the world. And so I created a movement that pairs with Fitness Over 40. It's called Run, Pray, Heal. And it's a non-religious based movement. It's about relationships. And so about, I want to say 2011, I ran my very first marathon in Los Angeles. And as I approached the finish line, I thought about all of the people that were standing out there, strangers who were giving me water, bananas, pain spray. And I thought, these people don't know me from a can of paint, but yet they are out here supporting me. And it was very emotional for me. And I thought, I want to do that for other people. I want to give back. I want to show people that you're not in this alone, because oftentimes when we're in that dark place, we feel alone. And so I started running for the prayers of other people. And some people might not be comfortable with the word prayer. So then I would say, I'm running for your health and happiness. I'm running for whatever cause you want me to run for, whether you it's a job, it's a relationship, but I'm running for your health and happiness. And I envision doing that across the globe, getting sponsors to support so that I could run for people's health and happiness just to say, you're not alone. There is someone out here who doesn't know you, but who loves you because you're a human being. And I'm going to make this physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual contribution and pour into your health and happiness. And that's Run, Pray, Heal. Love it. It's beautiful. You know, and and that's all what it's all about. Some people just want to know someone cares. We find that in our relationship, that people just want to be held and loved. And even if it's not physical, just know that you're there, you know? Yes. They really do. I've I've needed that. I I drive for Lyft here in the city. Right. And I would say 90% of the people that I encounter, and I encounter upwards of 20 people a day, sometimes 25, 26. And 90% of those people just want to be heard. They want to connect. They want to know that someone cares. And there's a lot of crying going on in this car and a lot of hugs. Mm -hmm. And people are shocked when... You just say, you know, that you care. And I give them a beautiful affirmation post to let them know beyond this encounter, this physical encounter that we're having, that I do care. And so take this with you as a reminder. And it usually says something like, I am loved. I am beautiful. I am worthy. I am talented. I am needed. I am forgiven. I forgive. And people tend to really appreciate it. I love that. You know, affirmations are wonderful. And um, I'm a strong believer. And it's interesting. I think that although, you know, and I will say that although I am a Christian, I am very acceptive of everyone because I I, I believe that Jesus was. So I think that the way that way you approach things is to be open and loving and caring and and considerate and accepting and and non-judgmental. And I think that once you do things will come to you. I have so many friends, you know, that, that don't walk the belief, I believe, but I love them and they love me. And I know that, that God will work it all out. So I love that. He that's always that. does. Yes. And I, lo- I love affirmations. Thank you, ladies. Yes, oh, yes. I love affirmations. You love affirmations too? Uh, I do. I, you know, I use, I use them a lot and actually I do them with my children a lot, just putting uh-huh. it on their windows and things. Just... Oh, she puts them on their lunches. Yeah. I put them on their lunches. Oh. Because sometimes, you know, you never know if you're going to have a bad day. We try to pray before school and everything, but sometimes you run across a, a mean person or a bad 
test. Yeah. And, and at least they have that affirmation to look at that knows mommy well, loves them. Well, my philosophy is <laughs> yeah, start yeah. your day. Don't let it start you. And mm, so oh, you, I love that. Yeah. Like that so too. it's like, you've got to be in control because day. if you don't, it will take it. That's it, beautiful. Yeah. We'll take like it. it. We'll that take is. Can I yeah. use that? Can I borrow that? Look, I know, right? I'm going to borrow it too. I always tell people nothing in the world hasn't been said or done before. You may change a little bit, but yes, please take it and give it to the universe and tell everyone to love it and do it. Thank you. (laughs) I will. I will. So I know in our last conversation, we talked about Amsterdam. We talked about having you come up here, my friend. Yes, because I want to pop up. Okay, so you can't do all this good stuff without me. I know. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we're, we're, we've moved to the the, uh, the Dutch culture, and we're in NL now. You know, LA from to NL. Yeah. And so, tell us a little bit about your NL experience. Yeah, tell us about your Amsterdam experience. You said that's no. the because you, know, you know, be one of the great things about this show is not only do we want to talk about what you do, but we, we want the listeners to get to know you a bit, a little better. Yes. Oh, thank you. Well, you know, when when I was first introduced to introduced to you two ladies, I just assumed that you were Dutch. And then when we spoke, I was like, oh, wait a minute, I think they're American. So (laughs) the Netherlands, Amsterdam had never been on my radar. Never, ever, ever. For my 40-something birthday, I think 43rd or 44th, I treated myself to a trip to London. Mm -hmm. I get there, I'm on Facebook, I go alone. I know only one person in the whole country. I'm on Facebook and I'm sharing some things. And a friend of mine, actually, she wasn't a friend at the time. She was a customer. I used to be in the alkaline water business. She's a customer. She said, hey, Fee, I'm on a writing assignment in Amsterdam. And I'm kind of that typical typical American. I'm like, where is Amsterdam? She said, you should come over. I'm like, how? How does one come over, right? And I just said yes. I was in the flow. I'm celebrating my birthday alone. I go online. I find a flight. And then I have this grand idea to return on a cruise. (laughs) So I fly over. She gives me directions. I get lost. I'm in a foreign country. I don't know that they speak Dutch. The streets are in Dutch. I'm like, oh, 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 oh. (laughs) I find one restaurant. On a dark block that's open. It's a family-style restaurant. They're in there eating. They're so sweet. I, I actually wasn't lost. I was literally eight doors away from the hotel. We have the most amazing time. We really bonded. After that, we became friends. I take the cruise back from Amsterdam to London. Great okay. experience. And uh-huh. when I get there, I just did not expect to see black people. I don't know what I envisioned, but it wasn't black people. I saw the most beautiful black people I'd ever in my life seen. Um, they're from Suriname. Yes. Oh, yeah. yeah Suriname. Suriname. Yeah. Yes. Suriname. Oh, my goodness. And Carousel. And, so, yes. and they're actually Dutch. Beautiful. Yes. Yes. I think this, don't you believe, and I don't, I don't mean to interrupt your story, but I feel like Suriname looks very close to African Americans as well, more so than um, a lot of Ethiopians. Yes, yes. Yes. And beautiful people, nice. We just had a lovely time. Yes, I yes. get back to London and I thought, 
there was something so magical about that experience. I want to live there. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I dismissed <laughs> it. The, this was 2014. The very next year, 2015, I do my one-woman show in Scotland. I'm there for three weeks. And then I decided to stay in Europe for another three weeks. Belgium, France, Germany, Amsterdam again, this time. Oh. I rent bikes. I go bike riding. I go running, and I'm like, this is my city. I'm moving here in 2017. Oh, really? You moved? Yes. No, I was moving to Amsterdam. Oh. I didn't know how, but That's I so- took a Black Heritage tour. Have you ladies done that tour? Do you know no. about that tour? No. OMG. I'm going to send you everything. She's amazing. She's an expat from San Diego. Her parents are from Suriname, so she has dual citizenship. She does this amazing Black Heritage tour via the canal. Amazing. I'm going to send you pictures. She's incredible. And so I thought, okay, if she did it, surely I can do it. Life happened. Love came into the picture. I ended up moving to Orlando. So it's kind of, it's, it's, it's really a nightmare. Orlando, <laughs> Netherlands. <laughs> but I aspire to return because I absolutely love it there so much. I feel so at home there. I felt so calm, so at peace, so welcomed. And You've got God come willing, with- I will get and there again. Said, and I will say, um, no matter what nationality you are here, they seem to be very welcoming. I oh my mean, God, very much I so. mean, even, I mean, and I think it's part of the Dutch philosophy. I, I think that they're irrespective. They're more about if you're Dutch than yeah. anything else. And if you kind of, uh, I mean, we're in a, a little village and they, they're they just very nice. Of course, you're going to find all kinds of people, right? You're going to f- always find some people that may not be as nice, but the majority of them are very, very nice. And I love it so far. So, yeah, we have to get you out mm. Yes, this is a, this is a get sign. Out there. <laughs> but it, yeah, so is there anything else you want the listeners to know about you before we close? Or yes, what, tell, just I mean, share where you know where they can find you, find out more about your program and um, your contact info, everything that you want to share for you, though. <laughs> yes, absolutely. We can connect. You can learn more about Fitness Over Forty Uplift Baltimore on my website. We're going to be posting all of that stuff this weekend. The, the exact location at Druid Hill Park. My website is www.c, like I'm going to charge you a fee, F-E-E dash K-I-N-G, King is in royalty. That's my last name, fee hyphen K-I-N-G dot com. You can also connect with me on IG. It's Ya Hollywood Fitness Go To Girl, which is G-U-R-L. So it's Y A. Hollywood Fitness, G-O-T-O-G-U-R-L. Those are the two best ways. Of course, Facebook, but I'm on IG and my website the most. So feel free to ask me questions. I also do one-on-one personal training. I'm a mobile trainer, so I travel. I have clients in Bowie, D.C., Landover, Chevrolet, and Glen Burnie. I'd love to have some in Baltimore. (laughs) And I also have a small massage studio in my place. Nice. Wow. Well, that's, and I also drive. I, I really feel like it, maybe that's part of your your energy that I feel that that massage therapist. It's like we have this like pump in our step. Are you a massage therapist? 
I I used to do when I when was working on after school after my masters I started doing massage therapy. I'm mad that she doesn't do it oh anymore. My goodness. I was getting a lot of stop. Uh, you know during the, the weather the time the, the training. training man I was in good. Yeah. I, I actually love it. Like it relaxes me. I just don't have the time with children. Yes, and yeah, you have a family. It's it it is a lot, and I agree with you. It is so relaxing for me as the therapist and right. I'm finally at a place where I'm very selective of who I work on mm-hmm. and yes. because it's such a direct exchange of energy. Yes. You know, it's really important. We have to protect our energy. So yes, I'm glad you shared that with me. That's another reason why I like y'all so much. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to get, we're, we're gonna, definitely have you here. It's going to be nice. And, and um, you guys, check out our website and you can find out more about Fee. We'll actually, re, um, actually put the information on there as well. But make sure you contact Fee. You can tell with her positive energy and her love for people and their success, she'd be a wonderful trainer yes. to get you going. She'll get you going. Fit at and, 40. Keep, and keep you going. Yes, I need Fee. Right. All right, Fee, we'll take your <laughs> Thanks for joining the call, okay? Yes, thank you so much Peter, for coming on, ladies. Okay. Have a good have a great day. You too. Bye. All righty. Cheers. Bye. Wow. She's a wonderful woman. Oh, she's awesome. I love that she, you know, is giving a way to a community that needs it because I think that um, the education piece and the um, the other piece of uh, you, 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 I like the education piece and you like the other piece of, of, of transformation. Exactly. And I think that it's really important to to make sure you're able to do that. And she brought up some great points, and, and so did Amar, um, you know, our guest. And um, thank you, Amar, actually, for calling as well. But I, um, they bring up great points. I think that sometimes people are so focused. It, it's about your priorities. Mm-hmm. And I think any in general, uh, most of the time when people think about fitness, they're thinking about a lot of times weight loss. Do you agree? I mean, a lot and, of times. And physical, about, how you look. And, and how you mm-hmm. look. And when it comes to that, it's like you have to – um, definitely be in the right mindset mm-hmm. and you have to have the right priorities. It starts with the mind. Definitely. So. Starts with the mind. Yes. So Jay, we're getting ready to close. We have about two minutes. So to kind of let's think about what things come to mind from the, um, spiritual perspective. What, what, I know what, what are you feeling? You know what you, your, your quote today was, I mean, I couldn't, after hearing that, that's the, the only thing I could think of. That was amazing. You should like, no, put that no, in the that, book. that's that someone else had that too. I mean, it's not just me. no. I'm just saying you should put that in your next book because it was yeah. really good. You know, start yeah. let you start your day. Don't let your day start you. Yeah. Yeah. I I think that that's the truth. And when it comes to our lives, if you start thinking that way, you start your day. Don't let the the issues that have caused that happened in the past, earlier in the day, or the day before, or the things that may happen, start your day. You start it. And um, start it out positively. Start out positive. Affirmation. You know, scripture, whatever you, scripture, whatever, whatever motivates, motivates you. you. Yeah, I think it's important to do that. And I, um, and Fuel I try your body to do with that. good things. You know, just even if it takes a second to sit in the bed and just think about a minute of how you, what you want your day to yeah. look like. Yeah. You know, I, I've made it something that I've done since I, you know, been more of a recluse, you know, moving to a new country. Right. I spent a lot of time with my family and I don't have a lot, any friends here really. Well, we so met a couple so what, what I like to do is I, I say that at the end of the day, I'm going to, um, 
I do something fun. And right. I made that my affirmation. Well, thank you, Dr. E, for sharing. And um, you guys, make sure that you go to www.strategicladies.com to find out more information about us. You can also go to Instagram and Twitter at Strategic Ladies. Um, if you have any questions, you can always or want to um, have any show ideas, you can write us at write, W-R-I-T-E, the number two at strategicladies.com. Again, that's W-R-I-T-E, the number two at strategicladies.com. Thank you guys for joining. And thank you, Fee. I know you're out there in the yes. market for the call. Yes. Have a wonderful night, everybody, or day. Okay. Bye. Bye-bye. Strategic lay.